Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of the Potter's House in Virginia Beach. church with a worldwide vision for winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. We're a Pentecostal church affiliated with the Christian Fellowship Ministries. We hope you enjoy today's sermon. So in your Bibles, let's open the book of Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. And we'll be back in chapter 12 of John later, but I want to be in Luke chapter 10 this morning. Say amen when you get there, please. Amen. And in the light of Mother's Day, I, I chose to preach this one, you know, uh, because, you know what, moms, and you know what, other things too is that, you know, other people get something out of this as well. You know, you don't have to be a mom to get something out of this. You don't have to be a female to get something out of this. So, you know, man, you're going to be able to get something out of this as well. Uh, but I want to read real quick here, Luke chapter 10, um, beginning in verse 38. Verse 38, and we'll end at verse 42. It says this. Now it happened as they went that he, uh, that he entered a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. In life, there are many things that need to be done in a very in, in a single day, isn't there? There in, in, in one single day, there is so much to do. Sometimes we 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 wish there was more time to do it in. Because there's just there's tons of things to take care of. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that today you get more of the lazy individual side of things. Of well, what we can't do today, we'll just do tomorrow. But that can't always be done that you know, There's things that need to be done in the, in the very hour. But there's, you know, there's times there's so much that you feel overwhelmed. I think about Mother's Day, right? You think about how, you know, mothers are so busy taking care of things, especially single mothers, is that they're so busy waking up early in the morning, making sure that their kids, okay, pre-COVID, getting them ready for school. Getting them up, getting them fed for breakfast, getting them clothed, making sure they get on the bus on time, and then go about their job and do work all day. Eight, sometimes ten hours a day, sometimes twelve or more. But they're busting their tail and then hurry and rush home and pick up their kids and then cook for them dinner. 
and then worry about their homework on top of what they have to worry about for their job. They've got deadlines to meet. They've got things to take care of. But they're also in the back line worried about the homework of their kids, making sure that they're understanding what they're to learn, uh, retaining what they're learning, making sure the homework is done before they go back to school the next day. Well, it's not over yet. I mean, it's just drawn out one full day, man. And, and it goes into, you know, making sure the house is clean, making sure that, you know, the dog is fed, making sure that they're, they're bathed. All just to do it all over again the next day. Sometimes people think, you know, it's not fair. Us men, we get up earlier than everyone, so we don't have to worry about helping them pick them up, the kids, getting them up early. We go to work, we worry about our work. We get home, how many men are really thinking about helping making dinner? They're more focused on what's for dinner. Right, Phoebe? They're more focused on what's for dinner. What are we doing? Which adds extra stress. I know because I do it a lot. <laughs> Amen. Stress is on a mother daily, and it's without gratitude. But not without gratitude, without thankfulness. There's no thanks. There's no, Mom, thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for taking care of me. Mom, thank you for... There's none of that going on. Like I said, you know, you could ask my mom. Many of us, you know, we don't really start realizing that, you know, until we're like 40. And we call Mom. I say, Mom, thank you for putting up with me. Sorry, I gave you all the gray hairs. Right? Because we put them through so much stress. But they do this on a daily basis, taking care of business. You know, in my mind, they're like some type of superhero, man. Like Elastic Girl, man. They're stretching all over the place, making sure everything's getting done, you know. Superwoman flying with every, you know, taking care of the business, amen. You know, I remember when my wife, when we was, had all the kids living at the house. I remember at work, I'd tell her, man, my wife's like superwoman, man. She she does all these things. We got eight kids. She takes care of them. She gave birth at home. She, she homeschools the kids. She, you know, clean, makes sure the house is clean. She's, I come home, I don't have to worry about nothing. It's just like, wow, you know. I'm grateful. Truly grateful. So without my wife, my house would have been a wreck. I should have been uh, raised my girls up like how they should be. <laughs> See, mothers, they have a lot on their shoulders. They have a lot on their shoulders. And a lot on their minds. Always thinking, always preparing, always, you know, worrying about what they need to do, what needs to be taken care of, going, and their minds are going like a million miles an hour. Look at Mary and Martha. 
Now these two are different from night and day, aren't they? See, Martha loved to entertain guests if they called in advance. Martha loved to entertain people. But make sure you, you, there must be an advanced situation here. See, Martha's a perfectionist. Yet she's her own worst enemy. Setting expectations and, love, and, and raising the bar that she herself can't even get to. She herself can't even meet. Never able to rest and be content. Always going of 100 miles an hour. Life of Martha is always unfinished tasks. The life of Martha is always, you know, dealing with situations that, that you can't, there's not enough time in a day to take care of this. I'm always on the go. I'm always working. Work, 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 work. Mary loves company. Being more interested in the conversations than in daily chores. Being at the feet of Jesus, listening to him speak. With Mary, however, you're going to have to fetch your own sweet tea. Hey, you've been here more than one day. Kitchen's open, bud. Go ahead and hook yourself up. I'm here yeah. listening to Jesus. Yeah, the kitchen's over there. There's cups are in the cupboard. Yeah, go ahead, sweet tea's in the, in the fridge. Because she's more interested in the conversation. Yeah. It's not that she doesn't care. It's not like she's like, ah, man, I ain't serving you. Go get it, go, go get it yourself. She just takes life as it comes. Amen. For example, when Mary broke open that, uh, the expensive alabaster box from the, from the first scripture I, I read, just to anoint the uh, feet of Jesus, we, we already read that. Uh, I'll begin in verse 2, I'll read till 5. It says, Then six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany when Lazarus was, was who had been, uh, been dead, whom had raised from the dead. They, there they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil sparkling, anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with fragrance of oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? See, Judas was infuriated with this action. Like, what are you doing? Why are you wasting, you know, you, you, you picture it. I'm sure Martha was probably right over his shoulders, you know, chiming in with, this is stupid. That's a whole year's wages, Mary. Because Martha is more dealing with the problems. She knows that problems need to be taken care of sometimes by, by money. In Luke 10, we see the contrast between both of them. Mary being at the feet of Jesus while Martha is busy serving. Mary listening to the Savior, listening to, to Jesus, listening to the, the Messiah, the one who can change it all, the one who could bring about a deliverance, the one who could bring about a healing, the one who could bring a blessing. And Martha enraged at Mary for not even helping. 
in the, in, in the chores, in the serving. Martha's upset. Think about it. You, you can kind of picture her pacing back and forth as she's going from like the, the dinner table to the kitchen. She's like looking at Mary like getting more and more angry every time she comes to the dining room table just to see her sitting there doing nothing. What, what, you know, you ever seen someone who, who, who gets upset when no one else is doing something? To give them a hand? Like, you should be helping me. You should be serving. And I'm sitting there listening. What's wrong with you? Martha's getting upset. She's she's pretty uh, she's pretty uh, uh, livid because this visit this visit wasn't how she was expecting. It was spontaneous. It didn't take long for Martha to become stressed and angry. When you're overworked, or you feel overworked, and you're serving and you're serving. You know what? Like my wife, you know, she's always the last one to sit down and eat. Whenever we do something, she's always the last one to sit down and eat. She's always making sure everyone else has something. Oh, you need a you need a refill? Got you. You need some more food? I got you. And then she sits down. She's like a mom. She's like her mom. She does, her mom does the same thing. Making sure everyone has something. It's not a bad thing. It's not a wrong thing. But it stresses people out when they look and see their sibling not doing a thing. Amen. She's stressed out and angry. Martha directed her anger towards Jesus. And wanting him to deal with her. Set her straight, Jesus. Tell her what for. Right? Martha's mad. Jesus tells her, you know, she's saying, Tell her to get in the kitchen, Jesus. She's a woman. She be she should be serving like like me. Martha is ordering Jesus around now. Martha is telling Jesus what to do. At this point, that's pretty pretty bold. You need to tell that woman, my sister, to get up off her keister and help me in the kitchen. Start doing the dishes, woman. Oh, it's pretty bold there, Martha. Anger, frustration, resentment comes out in a controlling kind of way, doesn't it? It happens when one acts this way, when often when someone is, you know, uh, is not going their way. They want, you know what? I want you to straighten them out. Wives do that to their husbands all the time when they come home. You need to talk to such and such because they're not listening to me. Straighten them out. That's what she's trying to tell Jesus to do to her sister. Straighten her out, Jesus. Tell her what for. Now, Martha's not a bad person. She's a, a woman of dedication. She is a doer in life. So it's not wrong in her mindset. Of, it's not wrong to be a servant. It's not wrong to serve. But the story is not to tell us that, you know, serving is bad, okay? But that there must be a balance. There has to be a balance between serving and, and just being raptured in Jesus. Listening to Jesus. A story about where we're human. 
And we stumble at times. And we fall short at times. We make mistakes. You know, when you're driving, you're going to hit a pothole every now and again, won't you? Right. I don't care how many you try to you know, dodge. One, you're going to hit one one day. Because we're people. We're human. We mess up at times. And sometimes we need to stop and realize how human we really are. We need to stop and realize that we're, we're, we're not these superheroes. <laughs> we're not, you know, the Green Lanterns and the, and the, and the Thors. Definitely not in our bots. But <laughs> we are not, I mean, we are human, man. We make mistakes. We're stressed out at times. We overwork ourselves at times. We take too much on our shoulders at times. It's a story about where our priorities are where our priorities are with God. The difficult choices between what is good and what is best. When Jesus showed up, yeah, there was a lot to do. Because Jesus doesn't show up solo. <laughs> Jesus has an entourage. He's got a whole group of disciples with him, doesn't he? Wherever Jesus goes, man, and we can turn the air down. Or up. It's getting kind of chilly, I'm sure. If I'm feeling it, I know y'all are feeling it. He shows up and there is a lot to do. But see, what Jesus wants is devotion. Amen? He wants devotion with his people. Martha was worried and troubled about many things. That's what Jesus told her. Worried about many things. You're troubled over many things. Martha's anxious heart would not find rest in serving. Because she's... God, get it done, get it done, get it done, get it done. Hey there, Sermon Podcast listeners. This is Pastor Adam back with you again. Wanted to just take a second here to thank you once again for listening to this Sermon Podcast. We've had an explosive rate of growth and listenership for the past few weeks, and we hope that you appreciate these daily sermons to encourage you and help you. I just want to share a couple of ratings that we've gotten in the Apple Podcast application Clint B. writes a five-star review. He said, I am so grateful for our fellowship. Thank you. This podcast, very helpful through the day. Uh, Bobby Sanford from North Carolina said, inspiring. Awesome to hear sermons that are encouraging and inspiring to the church. Uh, We could really use your help to add a couple more of these very helpful reviews. Uh, These do help us to get the word out about this podcast I want you to know that we have a truly worldwide impact with this podcast from the United States to the UK, Australia, Ireland, Germany, New Zealand, South Africa, Netherlands, Canada, Romania, Afghanistan, Namibia, Vietnam, Switzerland, Kenya, India, Russia, Hong Kong, Ghana, Uganda, Guam, Meritus, Brazil, Puerto Rico, Mexico, Zambia, Japan, Jamaica, Malaysia, Israel, Ukraine. The list goes on and on of nations that are listening to these sermons. So we just want to say thank you for listening. Make sure that you're subscribed. Make sure that you're sharing these when you hear a good one. And please, if you haven't done so already, make sure you leave a five-star rating and a review of what you like about this podcast. Thank you again for listening, and back to the rest of the sermon. Over-anxious and serving that you cannot find rest. Rest and peace in your mind. 
the rest of peace in your heart and your body. <laughs> She's always going to find, you know, rest being in the presence of Jesus like Mary was, though. Mary was able to find that rest with Jesus. How does one know to choose the difference between what is good and what is best? Sometimes you have to examine yourself from the outside looking in. Sometimes you have to step outside your own self and look in your life. What is going on? What am I choosing? What is over good over best in my life? Martha was busy. Uh, she's a busy person running on fumes. You have people these days who are so busy. It's like that. You know, you, you feel like you've got no more gas. You're just on fumes, man. You're running. You're like, oh, gosh, I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. But there's still so much to do. Life full of frustrations and distractions. Calendars are full. <laughs> she was missing out on the best things in life. The rest with Jesus. The rest. The peace. What Jesus was saying was, Martha, Martha, you are not superwoman. You're not superwoman. You do not have to just sit down. It's going to be okay. The dishes, the dishes will always be there. Take a rest. Don't kill yourself with all the serving. Take time. I mean, Jesus was teaching. I'm sure he was speaking with him. I mean, Jesus doesn't just sit there, hang out. I mean, he doesn't say what he spoke about uh, in this, this portion of scripture, but he doesn't just show up and just, you know, hey, how was work? Hey, how was it? He's got some things to teach. I mean, at this point, Lazarus has already been risen from the dead. So I'm sure there's a lot to talk about. Right. Yeah. And Martha was missing it. Martha's missing this. You need to sit, sit, you need to slow it down, sit down, reprioritize your life. Looking from the outside in, reprioritize. Martha got snared up in what many of us do, uh, it's called the performance trap. A performance trap. Yeah. In Martha's mind, she had to do it all. Yeah. She had to, it has to get done. Always setting expectations high that she herself can't even meet. Truth be told, Martha wasn't happy with herself. She couldn't accept herself. In turn, she couldn't accept others. If I'm busy, you got to be busy. If I'm this stressed, you got to be stressed out too. If I'm... Because she's not happy with herself. So she, she can't be happy with herself. She can't be happy in Mary. Mary, you're not doing anything. If I can, if I'm doing this and I'm and I'm not and I know I'm not meeting the bar, then you're definitely you're, you're. What Mary knew and what Martha needed to know was in that devoted relationship with Jesus Christ, God's unconditional love and grace are experienced and set free from bondage of the performance trap. Martha needed to know, okay, that she was not superwoman. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not be super superwoman. Yeah. And guys, it's okay not to be superman at times. Of course, the work is dedicated to us. <laughs> but you know what? At times, you know, 
It's okay. We're sheep. In Jesus, we are set free from the life that seeks to only please others. Amen. We're set free from that. Being people pleasers. Why do we think that we need to please others? When they themselves, well, I mean, we don't, they don't care about us. We learn this as teenagers. When we go to school, we're rocking the new kicks. Right? We've got the new Nike George or whatever, you know. And we're walking, hey, check it out, check it out. And what, what do these teenagers do? These oh, yeah, well, check this out. They got the updated, you know, whatever, you know. They're always doing the one-ups, right? Oh, yeah, well, why impress others? Why try to please others? They don't care. We're set free from emptiness. The life of trivial pursuit. But we have to know it all and do it all. How about us this morning? How about us? Are our lives filled with purpose and peace? Or do we resemble Martha this morning? Do we resemble Martha stressed and worn out? Mm-hmm. When we accept Christ, then we're able to accept ourselves for who we are. We're able to accept ourselves as human And empowered to accept others. See, there's good news for the burned out and the beaten up. Because we can have that rest and that acceptance. We first recognize that we're only human. We recognize this. We have to. Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. Not one of us here is without sin. Not one of us here is ever messed up. Not one of us here after Christianity, after salvation, has never messed up. All of sin and punishment. We can't make it in the life without Jesus. Mary knows this. This is why Mary is at the feet of Jesus. Hanging on every word. John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Without Jesus, it's going to be an endless cycle of stress. Endless cycle of, I can't get the job done on time. Endless cycle. But when you are in Jesus, in his rest, in his peace, things work out. How is that? Because we can do nothing without him. He puts the stamp of approval on all. Many that we do. Much that we do. But when we're just going full tilt and not even giving Jesus his time in prayer, morning prayer, his word, and we're just going full tilt and we're, it's our own talents and our own abilities. We need Jesus involved in things. That's why when we when we do uh, uh, before church service, that's why we do prayer before service. Because we need Jesus in this. We need the mind of God. We don't. I don't want to come up behind here and just preach a sermon and it's just my talents and my abilities. Because trust me, my talents and my abilities are not that not that impressive yeah. at all. Our music, 
We need anointing. Anointing of God, but if we're so busy, 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 focus, focus, focus on practicing songs, practicing songs, practicing songs, and not prayer, there's no anointing. It's our own, our own talents and our own abilities. You ever heard someone talk and, you know, you wonder why uh, they, they come to you and say, man, it felt like every word I spoke just kind of went out of my mouth and hit the ground. Because without the anointing of God, see, the anointing of God carries the words and actually places them in the hearts of men and women. That's why we need to be in the presence of God, the presence of Jesus, like Mary. And not be so focused on the work, 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 work. Uh, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. We gotta... Take time and pray. Take time and be in the Word of God. Give Jesus your complete control of your life. See, most of our we we, we, we have our the, the, the diary or the of the book of our life. And most times we've been writing in it. And okay, well, I'm going to do this in life. Well, I'm going to do that. And but then you, you come to a point where you're so stressed out. It's like, I don't want to write anymore. I can't even get the stuff done that I've got written in here that I'm going to do. I don't want to. And that's when we give up and say, you know what? Jesus, take control. Amen. You write the rest of my life. You write the rest of the story of me. Because I'm too stressed out. Because I can't even get half the things that I wrote on here done. The things I wrote in here, I can't even attain to. I can't even live up to these things that I wrote down. Without Jesus, we can't. But when we give our lives to Jesus and listen, I can't do it no more. You write my life. And he begins to write in there good things. And write in there things that... Getting right with him and getting saved, washed, and then making right decisions and, 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 and living for him and following and being his witness. And, but what happens at times? Oh, oh, oh okay, Jesus, good. give me my, my life back. Give me my book back. I, I, I got it from here. Yeah. And we begin to write again on our own after we get saved. We begin to write again. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I got it now, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I just need a fresh perspective, Lord. And we begin to write again our own. And we get to a point where we're stressed out again. And we stretch ourselves thin. Why? It's because we took Jesus out of the equation now. We need to keep the book of our life in his hands. Amen. And be at his feet like Mary. Don't try to be like Superman or Superwoman. Don't, don't try to, you're human. Let Christ give you the peace that you need and the rest. Because we need it. But we're so busy in the what ifs, the problems, the, the, the struggles. Because we go through struggles. Moms go through struggles. Because they're not like us men. We only think of ourselves. Let me be real. We only think of ourselves. That's why on Mother's Day, we have lovely wives that remind us, hey, it's Mother's Day. What did you do for your mom? <sighs> but see, daughters always remember Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays, Hanukkah, all these different things, man. They remember everything. But see, us, we're only like focused on, so when husbands, they were so focused on self. 
But moms think about themselves, think about their kids, think about the spouse, think about job, think about home, think about, I have to always think so many things. But when you give everything, say, listen, I, I can't hear you. You, 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 you take it, you take it, because I'm too stressed out. I can't figure it out. I can't, I, and you could be saved, you could be living for God, but you took your book back in your own hands again. Give it back to him. Give it back, put Jesus back up on the pedestal and give your life to him again. Give it to him, say, listen, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to keep it together because you don't. You don't have the right adhesive. Jesus is the adhesive that keeps it together. To keep a mind together. Matthew 11, 28 to 30 says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Take his yoke. Your, your burdens that you've placed on your own self, that yoke that you have, is so heavy that you can barely pull the cart of life. Not, you can barely pull it. Take that yoke off. And put on the yoke of Christ. Because the yoke of Christ is, he's there with you. Now, I don't know if you know about oxen and yokes, but what they do is they take the strong ox and the weaker ox, and they yoke them together. And the strong ox helps lead the weak. Because the weak likes to try to go off, oh, or stop, or, or you wander. But the stronger keeps it on the, that path. And Jesus is that stronger. He is the one, yoke yourself with me. Take on my burden, because my burden is light. And I'll give you rest. No more getting stuck in the mud. Let Jesus take the will of your life. I'm not trying to be funny about that song, Jesus take the will, but man, that's so perfect. Yeah. But Jesus... Take the wheel of your life and enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. My wife, we drive down to go see our, our in-laws in Florida. My goal is to get there as fast as we can. Her goal is just enjoy the ride. My goal is trying to get past all of you. Know, oh man, oh, traffic! Oh, you know, no, 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 no. stressed out. Like Martha. And my wife is like Mary. Who's just, just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the scenery. Enjoy this time with your kids. Enjoy this time with me. Stop being stressed out. Because you're stressing me out. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing. Is that we're so focused on the getting there. That we just don't take time enjoying the ride. Let Jesus take the wheel and enjoy the ride this morning. Let's bow our hearts this morning.
Let's close our eyes, respect to God, respect your neighbor. Those who are watching, please bow your hearts with us this morning. We thank you again for listening. Do you want to receive updates from our church in your inbox? Make sure to sign up at our website, vbph.org. If this message has been a blessing to you, would you consider supporting our ministry with a generous donation? Please visit our website at vbph.org and scroll down to find the Give button at the bottom of the page. We would be so grateful for your support. Until next time, love God and love people.